Good morning, good morning, good morning. This is Dr. E chiming in from Texas. Happy Thursday. This is the day the Lord has made and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Praise God from whom all blessings flow Praise him, all creatures here below. Praise him above the heavenly hosts. Praise him, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Amen. Hallelujah. So again, good morning. This is Dr. E. I am just blessed for another day. It is early here in Texas. But uh, my body seems to just wake up around 7.20 every morning. And I just thank the Lord for that. So I am going to be sharing my devotionals for this morning. Not all of them, but a few of them. And I pray that they are encouraging to you. I pray that they uplift you. I pray that they just give you new wings and a new breath and a new perspective and a new hope or strengthen your hope, strengthen your faith so that you know that everything is going to be all right so that you know the Father has you and he's with you, he's for you, he's never against you and he'll never leave you. So remember those promises because they are eternal. And today's devotional, I'm going to start with grace for each moment. And today is November 12th. Can you believe we are already 12 days into the 11th month of a year that has actually gone by fairly quickly, but has just had very, very unique challenges and experiences for not just us individually, but globally. And so it's entitled, Grace, Rich and Free. Grace, Rich and Free. And the scripture reads, The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 18. Where would we be if it were not for the grace of God? The wonderful song Amazing Grace tells of a prodigal son who came back to the father's house. John Newton, the writer of the song, says that he was spiritually blind and lost, but the grace of God touched and healed him. The song remains very popular and powerful. I'm adding that myself, but the song reminds us of a redeeming God whose love is so great that he gave us all his through all he had 
hallelujah, gave us his all, gave us all he had. Amen. Through grace. I want you to think about that for a moment. And I don't mean think with your mind. I mean reflect with your heart when I say think. Because remember, I'm a psychologist. I want you to reflect about that. The creator of the universe and everything we see, everything we don't see, everything that we can touch, everything that we can't touch, all of our advancements, all of our tools, all of our equipments, just everything is nothing in comparison to God giving us himself in the form of his son to be born to die so that you and I if we so choose the whosoever will will receive his son the Lord Jesus Christ as savior we then not just get to hear about God gave us his all, but we get to experience firsthand here now on this earth and hereafter in eternity with him, his best, his all in all. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. And the devotional continues, the son of God took your guilt and my guilt upon himself and sacrificed his life to redeem us from sin. Amen. His grace extends so far that even when we turn away from him, Christ waits patiently and lovingly for us to turn back to him. And that is something that is beautiful because he never leaves. Even when we leave, he's still right there with us, waiting for us to come back to him, back to his loving arms, back to his grace, back to his mercy, back to his redemption and his salvation. And if you find yourself in that place where you've walked away from the Lord Jesus, if you've walked away from your relationship, if your faith has fallen, all you need to do is return and say, with your heart. Father God, forgive me. I sinned. I'm asking for your forgiveness. And Lord Jesus, save me. And you shall be restored in your relationship. And if that was the first time you prayed that prayer of acknowledging that you were a sinner and that you need grace and salvation only through the Lord Jesus Christ, you too have just made the best decision of your life. Salvation is free. It's given to whosoever will. But us walking with Jesus is an intentional daily choice of us laying down our lives, denying ourselves, and following after him, being obedient to him, learning to love him, and learning what he requires of us based on his word, which is the ultimate and final authority above all things. Welcome to the family of grace. Welcome to the family of Christ. 
and welcome to the kingdom of heaven here on earth and also not yet. Amen. Welcome, welcome. And the closing prayer reads, thank you, God, that your grace has set me free and given me new hope for tomorrow. In Jesus name. Amen. Hallelujah. This is my Jesus always embracing joy in his presence. Amen and amen. All right. I have a few that I want to reflect upon from this devotional. And let's see. So I'm going to um, reflect and read November 11th and 12th devotional. Again, it's from Jesus Always, Embracing Joy in His Presence. And the first one is entitled, Thankfulness is the Best Antidote to a Sense of Entitlement, That Poisonous Attitude That the World Owes Me. This misconception is epidemic in the work world, and it is contrary to biblical teaching. The Apostle Paul commands Christians to keep away from every brother who is idle. Paul also taught by example, working day and night to making himself a role model for others to follow. He even gave them this rule. If a man will not work, he shall not eat. One definition of entitlement is the feeling or belief that you deserve to be given something. Thankfulness is the opposite. A gratitude that is very contrary. It's a thought process that's contrary to our culture, sadly. It says thankfulness is the opposite. A grateful attitude for what you already have. If I gave you what you deserved, you'd we'd be destroyed is where I was going to respond to that. Because everything that we have is grace. Everything that we receive is thankfulness. Everything that we should that we have received, we should be thankful for. And everything that we receive, excuse me, is grace and it is mercy. Because the only thing we deserve is ultimate destruction because of sin and wickedness and selfishness and lies and hatred and envy and dot, 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 et cetera, et cetera. Right. It says, and then here's Jesus talking. Listen to this. He says, if I give you and if I gave you what you deserved, your ultimate destination would be hell. You would have no hope of salvation. So be thankful that I am rich in mercy. It is by my grace you have been saved. I know that's right. That's Ephesians chapter 2. Amen. Thinking that you deserve more than you currently have will make you miserable. But a grateful attitude will fill you with joy. Moreover, when you are thankful, you worship me acceptably with reverence and awe. All that the Father deserves. Amen. And the scriptures read as follows. Let us be thankful and so worship God acceptably with reverence and awe. Hebrews chapter 12, 
verse 28. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Psalm 107, verse 1. God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive in Christ, even when we were dead in transgressions. It is by grace you have been saved. Ephesians chapter 2, verses 4 and 5. And for November 12th, today, the devotional reads, I am full of grace and truth. Yes, he is. That's all, that's all the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are. Grace and truth. Grace res- refers to undeserved favor and love I have for you. Thank you, Daddy God. Amen. Receiving something you don't deserve is humbling, and that's a good thing, protecting you from pride. Grace is a gift of boundless worth, for it secures your eternal salvation. Because you know me as Savior, I will always be favorable toward you, beloved. My love for you is undeserved, unearned, and unfailing, so you can't lose it. So you can't lose it. Did you hear that? Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. He said this to us. He said, my love for you is undeserved, unearned, and unfailing. So you cannot lose it. Just trust in my unfailing love and rejoice in my salvation. I am not only full of truth, but I am the truth. People today are just bombarded by news and messages laced with spin and lies. As a result, cynicism abounds in the world. But in me and in the Bible, you find absolute, unchanging truth. Knowing me sets your feet on a rock and gives you a firm place to stand. This secure foundation for your life makes you a bright beacon in a dark, realistic world. Let your light shine so that many will see and put their trust in me, says the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen to that. And the scriptures read as follows. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory. Glory as of the only son from the father. Full of grace and truth. John chapter 1 verse 14. But I trust in your unfailing love. My heart rejoices in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord, for he has been good to me. I know that's right. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Psalm chapter 13, verses 5 and 6. Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. John chapter 14, verse 6. He set my feet on a rock and gave me a firm place to stand. 
Psalm chapter 40, verse 2. Let your light shine before men, that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. Matthew chapter 5, verse 16. Thank you, Father. Amen and amen. And the next devotional is from my Lord, it's me again. Amen. And that is very true. Daddy God, it is me again. Amen. Because I need you all the time. I need you. I need you. I need you. And the devotionals that I will be sharing for today, the first one is entitled Strength in His Presence. Strength in His Presence. And the scripture reads, Seek the Lord and His strength. Seek His presence continually. First Chronicles chapter 16, verse 11. And the devotional reads, Our lives demand strength. There are many situations that we find ourselves in that test what, we've, what we're made of. We do our best to be strong and meet each challenge head on, but we consistently come up short. What we often fail to recognize is that it's only in our weaknesses that the perfect perfect strength of God can be shown. We have a God who fights for us, a God who bends down his ear to our cry and who lends his strength for the battle. When we seek to dwell in the place of his presence daily, we can find his strength in our hearts and his power in our spirits. I know that's right. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. And the closing thought in prayer reads, Lord, I am weak. There are times in my life that we have been beaten down and have only serve to amplify my need for you. That is so true. Did you hear that? It says, there are things in my life that have beaten me down. Have, can't you attest to that? There are things in our lives that have beaten us down and have only served to amplify, have only served to highlight, right, my need for you, Daddy God. Yes, I am here today asking for your strength and for your presence. I need you in every part of my life. Daily, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. And the next devotional reads, The Lord is near. Yes, he is. The Lord is near. And the scripture reads, The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desire of those who fear him. He also hears their cry and saves them. Psalm 145 verses 18 and 19. And the devotional reads, The Lord is not only near to those who call on him every single morning. He's not only near to those who live a sinless life or those who seek excuse me those who speak with eloquence 
I had a message on my phone. I apologize. It distracted me. God is near to all who call on him in truth. He is near to everyone whose heart is genuine before him. God's love is enough to close the distance between heaven and earth and to allow our voice to be heard. Isn't that something? Because he's, I don't even know how many billions of miles away. But scripture says that he sits high and he looks low. It also says that God's eyes are over the righteous and his ears are open unto our prayers. And he also said that I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. I'm with you always, even until the end of the age. So I want you to hear that again. God's love is enough to close the distance between heaven and earth and to allow our voice to be heard. Do you long for the presence of God? Then step into it. It is truly that simple. It is truly that simple. It is truly that simple. Amen. There are days when we miss his presence and we desire his closeness, but we forget in that moment that it's always been ours for the taking. Jesus demolished every single barrier that ever stood between you and God. Quiet your heart. Enter his presence and speak your mind. He listens, he cares, and he answers. And the closing thought and prayer reads, Heavenly Father, thank you that you are near to me. Thank you that I don't have to jump through hoops to stand in your presence. You are a good father, a loving God. Hear my voice today. And give me the peace to wait for your answer. In Jesus' name, amen. I know that's right. Hallelujah. You are awesome. You are mighty. You are worthy of all worship, honor, praise, adoration, and thanksgiving. Daddy God, Lord Jesus, and Holy Spirit, you are. And I attest to that today and until my last breath. And the next devotional is Jesus Today, Experiencing Hope Through His Presence. And the devotional reads, Let my unfailing love be your comfort. Let my unfailing love be your comfort. Something that brings you comfort should be dependable, and my love will never fail you. My soothing presence is always with you, but to receive the full benefits of this blessing, you need to trust me wholeheartedly. Comfort is not only for your blessing, but for your empowerment. When you feel secure in my love, you are strengthened and able to do things I've prepared for you to do. Love and comfort go together ever so naturally. When a small child needs comforting, the best remedy is often soothing words and a gentle kiss. 
young children instinctively turn to their parents in such times of need. And you do well to learn from their example. When you are hurting, come to me for comfort. Yes, Lord Jesus. Rest in me, my child, and enjoy the gentle kiss of my presence. Listen to me as I rejoice over you with singing. And that's from Zephaniah chapter 3. It's one of my favorites. To benefit fully from my comforting words, memorize scriptures that will assure you of my love. Remember, I love you always with an everlasting love. Thank you, Lord Jesus. That's a promise right there. And the scriptures read as follows. May my un May your unfailing love be my comfort. Yes, Father, may your unfailing love be my comfort according to your promise to your servant. Psalm 119, verse 76. The Lord your God is in your midst. The Mighty One will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you with his love. He will rejoice over you with singing. Zephaniah chapter 3, verse 17. That's one of my favorites, as I said a minute ago. The Lord has appeared of old to me, saying, Yes, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness, I have drawn you. Jeremiah Chapter 31, verse 3. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. I need you to know and remember always that the Lord Jesus is with you. His love for you is eternal. It is everlasting. You can't lose it. It can't be taken away. He is not like a man. He is not fickle. He does not change. He is the same Always, yesterday, today, and forevermore, as the Word of God says. And here's a quote from Martin Luther, uh, one of our theologians of old. And he said, everything that is done in the world is done by hope. And again, that was a quote from Martin Luther. And here is another scripture for today. It says, now, Lord... For what do I wait? My hope is in you. Psalm 39, verse 7. Amen. And my final devotional for the morning that I will be sharing, hallelujah, with you, is from my Joy Comes in the Morning devotional. And it is entitled, Less is More. Less is more. And the scripture reads, The Lord said to Gideon, You have too many people for me to hand the Midianites over to you. Or else Israel might brag, I did it myself. Judges chapter 7 verse 2. And the devotional reads, some days you have fewer resources than you think you need to win the day. 
You get up in the morning wishing you had a few more minutes to sleep, a bit more energy or more gas in the tank. The decisions you make must, I'm sorry, the decisions you make would be easier with more information. Don't we say that? At least I do sometimes because I'm so analytical and I'm so logical and I just really process things really deeply that I'm like, okay, well, no, I need to know what else is going to happen with this. And with the Father and the Lord Jesus and the Holy Ghost, it's like, no, this is what I'm telling you. That is all you know. Now, in obedience, move. And we are able to move in the obedience because he is trustworthy. He doesn't fail. He doesn't lie. He doesn't change. He is trustworthy and he is faithful when I'm not faithful. And everything that the Father has planned for you and for me is good. It is not for our evil. It is not for our destruction. It is always for our good. And that is something you need to hold on to. He didn't promise that you and I would have an easy road in life. What he promised us is that I am with you always. What he promised us is that we are more than conquerors. We are more than overcomers through Christ Jesus. What he promised us is greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world because we are children of God. What he promised us is that I've given you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means harm you. That what he promised us is that I am gone to prepare a place for you so that where I am, there you will be also. Hallelujah. And that he promised us that my hand is upon you. My hand goes forth with you. And that he promised us that one day he will wipe away every tear from our eyes. That there will be no more pain. There will be no more sorrow. There will be no more death. And that we will hear, well done, thy good and faithful servant. So that's why I can just move in the decisions that I need to make in the obedience of the instruction that Christ has given me because I know he is for me and there is nothing that could ever be against me because my God is greater than all things. Amen. And the devotional continues. You're feeling a bit off your game. That can be a good thing when you have less you're stretched to find resources. God longs for you to rely on his resources for victory. His supply is limitless, but it's easy to forget that when you have all you need. When people struggle through something together, it brings them closer. A group of soldiers is forever bonded after facing intense challenges together relying on each, other, each other's strength to win the battle. God wants you to win. Did you hear that? God wants you to win. Those whispers that you are a failure, that you'll never make it, and that you're always going to lose, those are lies. Those are lies. 
and I break them from your thoughts right now in Jesus' name. And hear this truth. God wants you to win. You right there. He wants you to win and be victorious in and through him and because of him. Amen. God wants you to win. And he wants you to have the joy of seeing him personally come through for you. In a quiet moment today, take stock of your resources. If you see you're coming up short on what it takes to overcome, believe that God wants victory for you and wants to prove afresh his might in your life. Yes, he does. If you see you're coming up short on what it takes to overcome, believe that God wants victory for you and wants to prove afresh his might in your life. In Jesus' name, amen. And here's a closing quote and thought from Andrew Murray. It says, do not strive in your own strength. Cast yourself at the feet of the Lord Jesus and wait upon him in the sure confidence that he is with you and works in you. Strive in prayer. Let faith fill your heart. So will you be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Amen. Have a great day. Have a blessed day. Have a strong day in the Lord. And when you're weak, know that that's when his strength is made perfect in and through you. I thank you, Father. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord shine his face upon you. May the Lord be gracious unto you and give you peace. Have a great day. God bless you. Until next time, this is Dr. E saying happy Thursday. Bye-bye.